Why do we fear and why do we fear of failure the most? Let's go back to the days when I was in my university which was not long back and even when I was in school I was very excited by the prospects of you know participating in a competition but at the same time I used to fear a lot and the first thing that used to come in my mind oh my god what if I fail what if I don't win and now I come to think of it that why do I have this kind of mentality why do I have this kind of mindset that the first thing that I think of is what if i fail what if i don't win and why i could never see that as a chance to showcase the abilities the talent that i had to upskill myself and to have an experience for life to share i understand my friends many of us go through the same situation and it's completely okay but it's also okay to understand that it's time that we shift our perspective and give ourselves the chance because it's not about competition it's about the challenge that we take and we want to prove something to ourselves so if we start looking things from the point of view that we want to upskill ourselves we want to become better at what we think we are good at and we take up that challenge instead of taking thinking of this as a competition host Ishani Nigam I am a recent masters in marketing communications graduate from the University of Melbourne streaming from Australia I help businesses entrepreneurs in this post covid world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content but over here I help you aspiring leaders students from all across the globe to take your first step towards your goal this season there's also a bit of twist to it we will be discussing something very important in taking your first step which is you it's all about you your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step so my friends get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where i engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step but the way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities and that is what we are going to unleash this season so if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to at wherever place you are right now then get ready for this season Today we have a guest speaker who has had a very interesting and diverse career so far. And when I say it, I really mean it. From being an engineer in the corporate world to being a musician with his own band which is the Bombay Royal, very famous and he has had played in many events and finding his passion in entrepreneurship. There is plenty to uncover about our guest speaker Shaurav Bhattacharya who is now the co-founder of a very very interesting startup called Polonize and he is doing amazing things with his co-founder Mars for the students international students graduates of Polonize is a thought 
a company and an initiative where Sharav and his partners they use their unique gameplay experience to find the best innovators and connect them to the business through collaborative game events which create investable blockchain assets they identify innovative talent mine for real world solutions and create investor opportunities now that sounds interesting so let's get into this interesting conversation with the man himself shorab bhattacharya welcome back to my first step ever my friends my ninjas every week we come with a certain topic that can help you hone your skills and more than that help you build your inner capabilities now when you're building your inner capabilities where is the chance that you can apply them so that you can see how far have you come and is it necessary to do that to address that we are going to address something very interesting that a lot of students graduates face in their student life and some of us like including me we thought is it for us is it necessary why should we do it and that it's case competitions or participating in any kind of challenge or competition while you're learning and growing which we do all the time in our life but we forget that so let me welcome a person who is behind these amazing activities that's happening in australia for all of australian students and he's the co-founder of polonize an amazing company which has come up with very creative sort of case competition it's sort of very interesting it's a combination of a very interesting game which we will talk about but first let me welcome saurav hi saurav thanks so much for being on my first step ever hello ishani lovely to be here thank you i am very excited because this is one uh, topic i always wanted to discuss with someone uh, it usually is that it's it's always better to do something and learn from it but it's a very good topic to discuss with the youngsters everyone who's listening to us i just wanted to give a little background about you to my listeners that you have a very interesting career graph coming from a creative background being a songwriter a composer to also owning the number one leading bollywood dance studio in Australia with a studio J and now having your own own company which is doing something very interesting i just wanted to go back to a time where you were a student you were in your undergrad i wanted to understand what were your thought process at that point in time yes and what did uh, life looked or looked like to you at that point in time mm, that's a very good question Shani, uh, it was a long time ago, more than twenty years, and the world was a little different then. I think that you guys actually have an amazing opportunity because you have that entrepreneurial spirit, but now you also have the opportunity, which we can talk about. You know, we didn't have that so much. So when I was a student, I felt like I wanted something different. I didn't want to just uh, do the script, you know, get the good job at the big company and stay for thirty years. but i wasn't sure how to express that so in my case it was just this kind of i guess a bit of restlessness like i wanted to try something different i wanted to try new ideas the university was good i was in the states um had a very good career ahead of me but it didn't have that creative or innovative aspect to it and so in my case i was actually in the middle of a phd when i just felt like okay i don't want to take this path because the path was very successful you know go already have an offer to go into research then go perhaps into academia or corporate life and that's a wonderful thing for those who want it but for me i just felt like okay actually i don't want that you know 
So in those days, there were just the beginnings of some great startups, um, but the culture wasn't really 100% there. So I wish I'd had, I guess, more of what I know now back then. In, in the end, what I ended up doing is through my 20s, I ended up trying lots of different jobs. And then only later in life, actually in my 30s, was when I realized I'm actually an entrepreneur. It's quite interesting because I think usually we, most of us, we don't know what we really want, but I, we do know what we don't want. But that's uh-huh. the line between what we don't want and what we want that, that a lot of us, if we really want to go to the other side of what we really want, we have to experiment a lot. And it's good to know that even back then when the trend of startups and, you know, um, ideas bubbling up and companies coming and investing that it wasn't as great as it is right now but you had that kind of an entrepreneurial mind spirit and you know you wanted to try more and you did not want to go the regular path did you ever take part in any case competition like was there a concept like that back then like how we have now in our universities everywhere did you encounter any uh, sort of opportunities then and if yes What was your first thought when you first thought of, you know, getting into a case competition? Okay, well, (laughs) I mean, I I think I could learn from you about this, actually, Shani, because really, no, not when we were, um, I mean, the gamification of things inside the university just wasn't there, you know. So, really, it would have been very nice, actually, to to have that opportunity, but I never came across that kind of thing. So... It's good to hear that this is happening within universities now. So I'd love to, you know, know more about that. I guess going into a situation like that, I can think of some things that we did which were com- competitions. And obviously those of us who are good at what we do, we love to showcase that and we love to be a little bit competitive. But I think actually the right mindset is, and you said it, use the word experiment, but I would also add the word play. Now, what the word play does, you know, if you actually look at it as a game as opposed to competition, there's a subtle difference between those two. Competition is very much about um, just getting to the top of some sort of leaderboard and winning. But game brings that creative and play aspect in. That's actually where I found myself flourishing ultimately when I started to look at my life, even my career choices, as not just experiment, but actually playing a game. And that's where the inspiration has come from what we, for, for what we do now. So I would prefer the word game to competition. And I think that's the evolution. Yes, that's very interesting. And I, I would like to uh, discuss more about your uh, foundation because it is doing something very interesting for the young youngsters for the students and graduates before that i would also like to you know delve deeper into why one must you know get into this and i would really like if we can you know for spot those hesitations that students might have or you might have come across the people that you have met along the way that what are the hesitations that why people do not uh, you know turn up or because I have been in that place as well. And yeah. I would like to be very genuine and transparent about that for anyone who's listening to us. That I think the first thought that came to my mind, is it for me? These are case competitions. I am not going to, you know, um, 
work in that particular field or that kind of a question that they have the competition question is something that i i don't have expertise in oh no i don't know who who should i be forming the group with i don't know anyone group works are very very difficult so i think all these hesitations you have and being in university of melbourne and having worked on multiple group projects i think that hesitation has now gone because now i know like what you mean by a group work and it's more about a collaborative process as you very rightly mentioned more than competition it's play and when you're playing you're collaborating you're having right. yeah. and you have a mutual goal to take it ahead so yes so coming to my question which i was trying to understand if you have come across people they had different hesitation and what would you like to advise our listeners if they do have yeah that's actually a very very good question and it's the first thing we have to tackle um both as the participants but also anyone who wants to hold these kind of events we we need to tackle that we want to get even the very intelligent um people like yourself as susceptible to this it's normal because what is happening and this is my observation all of us have potential as human beings and our potential to be creative to come up with things to express our capability is actually huge it's much bigger than we know and it's infinite actually now when we're a very small child we don't overthink we don't block ourselves you just play you participate an 8 year old never has any of those thoughts that you just said it's only later as we grow and we uh, education and the conditioning and you know our minds are both a boon and a blessing but also in some ways can be a curse we start to overthink and we block ourselves so my theory is it's just a blocking that needs to be unblocked and the simple way to put that is just to not give people the too much chance to overthink just ask them invite them in a way that brings them in without huge amount of pressure and from your point of view as a potential participant i think you just have to go back perhaps you know to th- remember what it was like to be a child you, you you know you have that you have that potential it's this it's only later we have all these doubts so you just need to unblock that stuff uh everyone has different ways of doing that but again you know making it making calling it a game for example i think helps that process because it's it's much less serious to say to someone come and play than it is to say oh you have to sign up and register and become a you know join this event and and so on so it's very normal um i think everyone should feel not anxious at all that they feel like that it's very normal but at at the end of the day it's like everything in life isn't it shiny you just have to take that first step you just have to do it absolutely and i think you very rightly said oh, we get into this you know mindset of oh my god what will people think what if i lose uh, i i don't want to you know um make a fool out of myself and we keep thinking all these things while we you know grow up we educate and we know more people as you said and that is what i have encountered myself throughout those journey you know because since then i have taken up the challenge and i have participated in a lot of case competitions i think the word itself competition makes us fear oh my god what if i lose that is the first thing that comes in mind so it's it's a very good way that uh, i think colonize is wording things and putting things forward because this is just a platform where each one of you who you who you're listening to us right now you're giving yourself a chance to just upskill yourself 
learn from people who are in different field but coming together to solve one problem and i think problem solving is at the very core of any any profession that you will go to it is just the skills that you're going to learn irrespective of the kind of problem that you're dealing with i mean if it's in your area in your field it's good that you're learning even the field the kind of uh, the questions or problems you might land up in future but if it's not you're just honing on your problem solving skills and which is the very basic of starting any company being an entrepreneur addressing problems or being in any space so moving on from here thank you sora for you know giving that context of becoming a child in 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 our mind you know thinking like just going for a play and not overthinking and just taking the small step so the next thing i would like to move towards is knowing your journey like because i think you had a long career a 20 years career a very creative one and from that you had i think i when i was reading about you you have multiple um small agencies i think that you had and things that you co-founded and now this is polonet so if you can take us briefly through that journey of uh, those 20 years if some highlights if you can take out that what led you to have this mindset and create polonet sure i'll keep it very short and i'll give it relevant to your listeners yeah but uh, when i began when i was very young i always had creative side and technical side so left and right brain is what we sometimes call it right and i always was given the idea that you have to choose you know either become this or that and so i always wanted to both so i would do music i would come from very musical family at the same time i was maths wiz i loved to en- engineering building robots computer software so when i landed up into my career out of doing multiple degrees and so on and i knew how to do that university school game pretty well so good marks and all that stuff but i found myself suddenly in the world um like i said before i just wasn't happy with going on that one stream and i knew that i wanted to try different things so i did end up doing many different things i've worked in uh, in robotics um i've worked in creative advertising agency then became a musician wrote songs um toured with the band at the same time building a software company um you know all i was for a while i was a writer as well and a journalist and so looking back it's been very non linear i suppose you would call it but the nice thing is i think um actually it's allowed me to have a different perspective because i've been able to bring those experiences not many people get to be you know journalist and an engineer and a musician and you know deal with government and so it's been beautiful because i've been able to deal with all different types of people so literally you know i could be speaking to university lecturer in the morning and then be talking to brilliant students like you guys and then musicians in the evening so give me this like it's given me this perspective where i understood that actually all of us have so much value but we're all in our bubbles most of the time the lawyers are hanging out with the lawyers the academics are hanging out with the academics we need to actually bring people together and that's one of the things that inspired me and actually i was thinking about the way we work in a band as a bit of a metaphor um i mean a lot of your listeners may not have gone through that process but you can imagine a rehearsal in a band where the singer comes in and then this guy comes in playing keyboard and then this person comes in playing guitar so everyone's got their own skill 
But when you get in that room, you have to work together to make the song, right? And it actually is this very creative, collaborative process, but it's very rapid as well. You don't, you know, you just start playing and then I might hear what you played and I say, oh, I like that riff and I'll start adding my melody on top and then the drummer might start adding his groove. And before you know it, you've got a song, you know, and the song is more than the sum of its parts. No individual could have come up with the song. So after some time and after this career where basically I was in tech a few years ago, I was building a technology company, which was all fine, but I was starting to again feel like there's something bigger here. Actually, it's, there's a principle behind entrepreneurship or innovation. There's something that can be actually done at the deeper level, not just for me to create something creative or for me to create success, but for me to create success for other people. How do I bring that creativity out from other people People like you, Ishani, like how do we bring that potential out from people, uh, especially those who have that mindset of entrepreneurship? And that's where it all began with Polonize. And I met Mars, who you've met, our, my co-founder. He also comes from a musical background. So it was a really nice moment a few years ago. We sat down for lunch and we just started talking about the process of entrepreneurship. So the focus went away from just me and my company and success to something deeper, what's the principle behind entrepreneurship that can we share that with other people? And that's how we began this entire process. So I would say to anyone who is uh, perhaps thinking about a career and they're not sure which way to go, that it's I'm a living example of someone who has um, taken a very non- (laughs) Almost like play, like tried different things, but... Actually, everything has been a stepping stone, so nothing has been wasted, even though at the time sometimes it can feel like maybe, you know, a company fails, you try something and it fails. It feels like it was a waste, but no, actually, it it all comes back, but you just never know when. And then when you start to bring it together, and it often happens, you know, a bit later in life, but it can happen at any time, the inspiration starts to hit and you can actually bring all those experiences in together and create something new. So this is not for everyone. And I very much think it's a certain percentage of us who have that entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, if all of us were entrepreneurs, the world wouldn't work. We need people to also, you know, think the other way. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's, this is not about what's right or wrong. But that's where I've landed up after all those different experiences, both creative and technical side have come together now. And I'm very happy to be doing something which I feel like it's a culmination of all those things. I think uh, when you when you mentioned this thing that, you know, you did not want to get stuck in one uh, particular field, you know, you were creative and you had a tech mind as well. I could really relate with you over there because when I started my career, I am a creative and I also wanted to strategize. So, I mean, there is a bit of a technicality and logistics involved over there. Not everything is, you know, you can't just go by creative flow. So that combination, I really couldn't find that particular designation to say. So, you know, there was nothing created as sort. So I could really relate to it. And I think that is 
your journey is a very good example for as you mentioned for those people who are looking for something more and are still experimenting and feel that they haven't done enough so far but i think that is a good example to say that whatever you're doing it is a stepping stone whatever you learn never fails you in your life it will help you some some way or the other going forward so thank you shora for sharing your journey thus i enjoyed understanding how you know a human the potential that someone has and how you learn things and you can experiment and you can pave your own way if things are not out there that you want then you can create things and you can really do that and just uh, coming from there i was really interested to understand i saw your ted talk and it was an amazing uh, i think that was sort of a premise or uh, in the idea of your company which now i would like to talk about but before that just very quickly about the ted talk how was that experience and if you can from here if you can introduce the idea of your company polonize to our listeners yeah thanks well thank you shani i mean ted is an amazing brand right like you you can say anything on a podcast but suddenly if you have ted on it everyone goes wow <laughs> It was just me saying the things I always say to people, you know, because it's my passion. Again, always talking about the process of creativity and how everyone has that potential. So the, the talk was very simple actually. It was just from the heart and it was all based on my own experience, not some sort of theory or things that I've read, but things that I've done and observed around me. So, yes, it was the starting point of this venture. Um it was the the vision that anyone can innovate as we said or anyone can create actually this is a bold thing to say because in our world right now most people feel like they're not the innovators someone else is and i use the example of steve jobs in that video to say most people consider someone like steve jobs to be uh, he was this hyper creative separate class of cast or class of people and i'm not like that you know um which is a myth and that's what's actually blocking us so i truly believe and it's a bold thing to say but i truly believe information age will come to an end soon and the next age is actually the creative age we as human beings all 8 billion of us have this huge untapped potential it's the number one natural resource that we have in the world on the other side we have all these huge problems that need innovation they need different ways of thinking to solve to unleash that potential from people and to get people working on those problems and solving them it's actually very simple but how do you do that and so when we started polonize i guess the genius moment for me was when my partner mars what we did is we looked at this we said how would how could we bring the potential for creativity and innovation out from people and being a bit of a techie i immediately started to build a tech system i was like thinking about software and apps and I had this whole paper that I wrote and I started to write software and I thought everyone can be on their phone and maybe they can be sharing ideas and so on and so on. But then Mars said to me actually stop and let's think of this differently. Let's just create a small game that people play together in a room literally with just bits of paper, you know. Uh low tech, deliberately low tech. And actually that was very important because those of us who are tech people, we get trapped in that sometimes we go too much into tech straight away what we needed to do is experiment with the principles of creativity so inspired by all the places we'd seen creativity like i said the rehearsal room for music or university lab or startups 
uh, advertising companies, we we sort of took the principles of creativity. I won't go into it, but it's very simple. It's basically there are three things in innovation. One is individual creativity. The other is the ability to communicate that to the rest of the world. And the other last one is to then get some collaboration back from other people. Now, you've been through our, our, our Polonize game experience, so you know how we do that. We ask you to come up with ideas for a problem or question. We ask you to then pitch that to the group. And then we have a very simple way using coins that people can invest in each other's ideas. Actually, this is it. That's that's the principle, and we call it the spark. And it's the basic unit of innovation. So just like you think of it as like the molecule, you know, of innovation. So once you have one of those, you can build more of those, and then you can create something huge out of that. But that's the building. So the so we just started experimenting, bringing people in, different people, students, all the people we knew in our network, and then we just started playing the game, and that's where it grew from. And it's become more and more sophisticated, and but the core of it is still simple. And now we enjoy bringing very, very diverse people. Like you played a game with other students in your field, uh, and soon we'll be we'll be taking that out and building a digital side so that you can, you know, get involved digitally. And then once you play the game, you get credentials, you start building a profile. So the the vision is very big, but because it's a game, we can just do it step by step, one game at a time. And that was incredible, Shaurav. Uh, thank you for taking us through how you form Polonize because that also helps uh, our listeners to understand that everything takes time and it's a collaborative process. And this is a very interesting game. I had a lot of fun. There was a case competition. There was a question, a problem over there. There were six of us solving it, coming up with our ideas in four different rounds. So I loved it. And I would encourage a lot of other students and young people who are listening to us today that wherever you get a chance to participate in any sort of challenge, just take up that challenge. It will only upskill and hone your skills. And if you are in Australia, you have something very interesting coming up in a you know in a in a few months' time or maybe in a year's time as Polarize is picking up. And thank you, Shara, for being on my first step ever. It was an amazing uh, last 20, 25 odd minutes listening to your journey and merging creativity with tech side. I think something that our youngsters, students and graduates are really looking forward to because they also want not just one path to go forward on, but to see how they can mix and match their talents in either field that they have. So thank you. And before you leave, would you like to leave our listeners with a thought or a saying that you really resonate with? (laughs) Uh, well, maybe, um, I mean, a lot of your listeners may not be in Australia or Aussies. Mm-hmm. So you an Aussie saying, which is, you've got to be in it, win it. Oh, yes. That's the spirit. If you have a challenge or a competition, sign up. That was Shorab and I am Mishani. Thank you so much for tuning into my first step ever, another episode. And I am so, so thrilled that you have had the opportunity to listen to Shorov's journey and that has somewhere inspired you and given you that next push to go ahead and do something that you're really, really looking forward to. Give us a like, subscribe and do comment on the Instagram page myfirststepeverin or connect me on LinkedIn, Ishani Nigam and let me know how did you like this episode. Please follow us on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcast. Also, if you have any comments, you'd like to give any feedback, or if you really like to listen to someone, 
please follow us on Instagram my first step ever underscore I am. And before I take a leave, I would like to say, start believing in yourself. And most importantly, keep believing in yourself. I am Ishani Nigam, your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week. See you. See you.